like here, I think part of this and kind of what we're talking about, like dealing with adversity is what do you decide to do when it comes? The adversity? Yeah. Well, that's what I asked. Like, is it fight or flight? Well, we fight when we, we don't fight with our, our natural man. We fight with the word. And that's why it doesn't matter what people say. Like, you know what? You're not good at X, Y, and Z. Well, that's your opinion. Like you, you may think that I don't necessarily believe that. And it could be just a matter of that. I haven't learned yet, but I'm certainly not going to allow your, your words to color my life. Like, I'm not going to allow, you know, whatever negative report you want to bring here to influence me. In fact, I should be doing the, I should be doing the exact opposite. Like if you come to me with X, Y, and Z, then I'm going to bludgeon you with the word. Well, the word says that I'm above only never again beneath. The word says that I'm the head, not the tail. It says, I'm victorious. I'm more than a conqueror. So it doesn't matter what you say. Yeah. I mean, if we're being honest, I don't even really care either. Because in, in the hard times, in the good times, we still serve a God that is constant. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, yeah, you can say all you want. And there'll be people that won't like you. There'll be people that will hate you. There'll be people that will try to kick your back in. There'll be all of those types of things. But none of that matters um, because I know who I am in him. Now, Dave, without God, like that guy, um, could be self-centered, selfish, egotistical, shallow, could be um, weak-willed. This is without God? Without God. Are you trying to make a joke here? No. What do we get with God? The exact opposite. But I think a lot of it is confident. You you self-assured. You become confident. You become steadfast. You become sturdy. You become victorious. And in all of that, you, there's some humble too. Tell me the difference between the two. Between the two of what? The two words that you said and the words that I just said. So self-assured and I don't know what you said. Like conceited, that's not the word that you use. Self-centered? Self-centered. Yeah. And self-assured. Sorry. Well, Tell I mean, well, I mean, being self-centered, I'm looking at everything through the lens of how does this affect me? Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, well, if I'm not benefiting from it, or if I'm not going to get something out of it, then I don't want to do this. Or, well, what about me? What about me? What about me? But being self-assured is the exact opposite. Like, I'm, I'm still acceptable. I'm still visible. I'm still, I, I still matter in okay. this moment, regardless of everything else. Like I'm still, I'm still okay. I'm self-assured knowing that he still got my back and I'm still all of the things that he said I was. I think that's what makes you a good leader in our home and on your job. Well, thank you. Yeah. I'll give you that tell me later. No, I'm, no, I'm serious. Like but, the one time that I'm serious. <laughs> the one time. Right. But I'm um, serious. That's what makes you, I think that's what makes you a good leader. I don't think you sway either way. I think you have um, not the self-righteousness, the self-assurance mm-hmm. um, of this is this is how we're doing things because I hear from God and, I, and it's clear and this is how we're going to, this is how I'm going to lead this family into yeah. or this team into. This is how we're taking it from. Because at the end of the day, it's all on him. Yeah. It's not on you. It's all on him. Like my part is just being obedient, doing what he says. Like Elijah's servant here. Like mm-hmm. I can see that there's no rain, bro. Right. I can see that three and a half years, not a single drop, 
drip dry. We're talking about drought of droughts. Right. Dry, dusty place. <laughs> and you're talking about go and see if the rain's coming because you you heard the sound of abundant rain. You heard it? Really? Right. I don't believe that at all. Right. You didn't hear a thing. But you tell me to go? Okay. You heard, so I'm going to go do. And I go seven times. Seven times. Seven times. Back and forth. Back and forth. Still, still challenging what I heard, mm -hmm. but doing it because I was instructed to do. And I think sometimes we have to do even when what you see doesn't match the word that you've heard. Yeah. Like you said, I'm above only and not again beneath, but I'm looking at the mounting circumstances that are showing me that <laughs> I am buried. Yeah. Forget being beneath. I'm under. Right. But you're saying I'm the head and not the tail. Okay. Well, I, I'm going to keep standing on that word until what I'm saying shows up mm -hmm. and I can see what I'm saying. So how about, so on the seventh time, he comes back and he says, well, I see the little cloud that looks like a man's hand up there. Mm -hmm. Looks like a lion. <laughs> Who is this clown looking at the size of the clouds, right? I but I think, just kidding. <laughs> but I, I mean, but I think to, to your point, that's all it took. Just something so small. Something so small to turn into something so much larger that brought about the rain to end the drought. It started out with, it started out with a word that he heard, mm -hmm. and it started out with action. And then we saw. Correct. Like, okay, like you said, if we're planting that seed, there's a seed there, yeah. and that that thing is gonna is right. gonna happen. You said you heard the sound of abundant rain. I can't see it, but you said it, so I'm trusting what you said. I'm trusting that this drought's gonna be over because you know what? I, I don't I don't have anything else. My crops are gone. My, my house is, is blown down. Mm -hmm. I have no more cattle. I have no more farms. Like, I need abundant rain. Yeah. Like, it's hard right now. Like, everything about this is hard. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to keep pressing on because I trust in your word, Lord. Do you think the servant believed him? Because do you think, do you think Elijah planted the seed and the servant wanted to hear, wanted to believe? I think the servant did exactly what he was supposed to do, serve and be obedient to the master. And he went there as many times as he needed until he came back to report a okay report because it's not you a know. good report yet because it's it's just a small cloud. Yeah. It hasn't produced any rain at this point. But think about, but like, if you think of like just naturally, if you haven't seen rain for three plus years, mm -hmm. not a single cloud in the sky, mm -hmm. and you see something like a tiny thing, yeah. like that's hopeful then out of nowhere the, the the sky gets dark and it gets gray and the rain clouds show up and it starts dumping on you and oftentimes you know we talk about the end suddenly that's what happened here right so yeah i mean even though you may be in that drought season you got to know that at some point it can't be dry always right you know the song you sing at the old church trouble don't last always I mean, but it really doesn't because there's going to be victory at the other side of this mm -hmm. because he said so. Yeah. I mean, that, that's kind of what we're, what we're leaning on. Right. So with this small little, little minute cloud that we're seeing, mm -hmm. sorry, I gotta, you gotta move real estate now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So here's this little cloud that's about to produce rain because we think we see something. 
and we're kind of still doubting a little bit because we're not sure because even though and let me I don't I don't want to put her I know you say you play things close to the vest but let me just say it like this um, I have a feeling that we're not the only people and I don't say that we're I'm not saying that we're struggling at all I'm saying that sometimes things arise and we'll just talk monetarily right now things arise that were that are unexpected right mm -hmm. so this goes back to me planting the seed so Elijah's servant saw the cloud Elijah doesn't move immediately actually here just hear me for a second um and this is kind of what we do we put it up to the lord like hey i just got this bill it's way more than i expected i need some kind of guidance on how i'm going to pay it and instead of listening i vaguely remember hearing something along the lines like um God won't bless you with much if you can't handle the little or something like that. Mm -hmm. Did you ever hear that? I, I, I you know what I'm saying, saying yeah. right? So if about stewardship, you got to be you got to be a steward over the little before you get the many. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. There it is. There it is. There it is. There you go. Yeah, that's why I bring you up here. Mm -hmm. Well, every now and then. <laughs> every now and then, not just a pretty face. Um. So if if. So, so then he, so the Lord answers the prayer and gives you three sixteenths of what you're looking for. Oh, okay. <laughs> right? I was like, where are you coming? <laughs> right. So what happened? And I can't do the math on that, but what happened to the other sixteenths of that? Like the where? 13. Yeah. Where's that? Where's that? Like, and, and how do you stand and believe, right? You've got this little insignificant amount, but that's not going to help anything. But what was the end result, though? But what was the end result? With Elijah or, or with... No, with, with your, scenario. The, your scenario that you're talking about right now. Listen, you, you're getting ahead of the game. It was provided, but you're getting way ahead. Dave, <laughs> I, got, I got nine pages and like 48 more minutes. Let's go. We're done. I'm jumping ahead. I'm just, I'm, look, I'll, I'll be quiet. Go ahead. You got it. You, so, like, you got it. what happened? Like, what do you do? I mean, you know, I mean, you know what you got to do. You know what you have to do, because again, when situations come, adversity comes, and your natural solution didn't cover the need, like your natural solution, what you wanted to do, is like, nope, that's not going to get it. Why do you have all the answers all the time? Well, you just said it a minute ago. That's why you bring me here. But your natural solution couldn't cover it. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it so at listen, all. You pay your tithes every week? Every week. As well you should. As well you should. Do you call back your tithes? Yeah, I put expectation on every single seed, every single dollar cent that goes out. Consistently? Consistently. I that's the only way that you have to, because that's my expectation. Now, if we if we want, and I know we're not at church, I know it's not time for offer right now. <laughs> yeah, I was going there too. Go ahead, go ahead. This has nothing to do with this though. But go ahead. But with the expectation, like as as a tither, like I have those rights. As a believer, I have those rights. It's like, listen, you know what? And we'll we'll talk about this a little bit later. Said when I call upon him, he hears me and he will answer. I need an answer and that right early. And here's the things because I've been consistent in these things. This is what I can this is what I can tap into. 
Like, Lord, I'm going to need your help. And you know exactly what I'm dealing with. And sure enough, he made a way. There was, there was provision. He's the provider. If you are God the Father, my provider, Amen. when I knock on your door, yeah. Lord, I'm going to need some provisions. Here's what I'm dealing with. You know what I'm dealing with. We already had this conversation. This is what I need from you. Please, I need you to intervene here. I need your guides. I need your help. I need I need everything. What is your plan? Because I, I need you to show up in that right early. I remember doing Opportunity for Prosperity. Mm-hmm. And uh, Deacon Weddington pulled me aside. And this is what I said. Because I'm so... I'm so childish, but this is the way that I have to think about things. We plant a seed of tides every week, right? And we have to name them. And then it creates this harvest. And the only thing I could equate it to, and this is what I said, was a peach tree, right? From from where I'm from, you had peach trees, right? You plant the seed, the peaches grow, and they come back every year. Mm-hmm. But I don't, you know, I'm not the farmer, but I didn't just plant the tree and just expect every year to come back. I had to fertilize it. I had to talk to it. I had to go out and till the ground. I had to, you know, tell it how pretty it was and and the whole thing. And it kept giving. Mm -hmm. Like every now and then I'm going to go steal a peach, right? Are you really stealing that you gave it? Well, that's the thing. And I think that's where... Again, this has nothing to do with the message that we're on, but I think that's where people miss. Well, this kind of does because I planted a seed of faith and I went back and and I went back and picked it, and that's what happens. <laughs> Twenty minutes in though. Listen, listen, no, I, hey, I, sorry. Good job. Right, so you you plant the seed of faith. Yeah. I got to be honest. You know, in the front of ten thousand people that are watching this, I forgot it was there. You forgot your seed, huh? My. When I tell you dry, my soul forgot that my seed of faith was out there that allowed me to go back and pick it whenever I wanted. I think that oftentimes when people are successful, whether it's by their own hand or divine intervention, I think when you start to rack up wins and you start to feel like maybe this wasn't God, maybe I did this, maybe I'm you know, in control of what's happening here. Oftentimes, you don't go to the source of that provision because you feel or you try to take the place of the provider. And actually, you know, to your point, without him, we are insignificant. But with him, we're more than that. We're more than conquerors with him. But you only get to that more than part with him. Yeah. Like without him, we're just kind of bumping around in the dark. Like, you know, maybe I'll make it, maybe I won't. Um, So... I think for us, we have to guard against getting into that drought, dry place. Yeah. You know, where we forget all of the seed that has been planted, all the mm-hmm. word that you've heard, all the faith that you put out into the atmosphere. Like we can't, we can't forget that's, um, you know, you're, you're, you're going in to fight a battle unarmed. Yeah, you're right. You know, so I don't, I don't think we can ever get to that that point. And a lot of times, when hardships come and folks kind of get stuck in that place where they can't get past it, or you know they're just kind of wallowing in you know Lodabar there, it's because we forgot all the other things that we've learned. Like you, you're not looking back on the victories that you've had. You're you're forgetting the effectiveness of God's plan for your life. You're forgetting what the Word has said. You're forgetting all of those things. You're you know it's not coming to your remembrance. You're just trying to handle it on your own. And I think 
as believers, we have to continually remind ourselves that this is a walk that we don't need to do by ourselves. You have a partner. You have a helper. Yeah. You have the Holy Spirit. You have God the Father and the Son to help you go from A to B to C. You know, and when we understand that that's how that relationship should go, um, and when we're um, continuing to practice the presence of God, when we're continuing to seek His face, when we're continuing to seek His counsel, when we're continuing to stand on His word, getting out of the dry place may start with a cloud the size of a man's hand mm. that turns into a swell that mm. will douse you with His blessing, with His prosperity, with His grace, with His mercy, with His loving kindness. You'll get to that point, but we have to we have to stay in the fight. Can't. Yeah, I, I agree. And and sometimes I go back and I, I forget that we can even pull on those old successes. And look, I, I got to be honest, I am way farther in my personal life with, with my children and my family mm. than I thought I ever would be, right? I, I would never make it as a mother. I thought, you know, that's not, that was not ever my calling, not ever. Four kids later, I had a good partner, right? Four kids later, and wow. they're all pretty well rounded. They're they're all they all love the Lord first and foremost. And, yeah, they're pretty good kids. Yeah, and and that was like, you know, a check for me. And sometimes I forget that I can even go back and pick that seed. I'm not, you know what I mean, right? Yeah. I, it's a success. I can go back and do that. And I am where I thought I would be in this point in my life, in my career, mm -hmm. right? But I get scared, sometimes daily. And I think, um, going back to, to the scripture that we were talking about, I think when Elijah heard the rain, he ran past the chariot, right? God told him to go back. He's like, what are you doing? Go back. You need to make sure that you are who I said you are. And he was in a place where he was threatened by a woman of unbelief and thought that his words, her, thought that her words would hurt him and he hid in a cave. And, and I, th I think I got the story right. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a Bible scholar, so I'm just a lay, a lay person that loves the Lord and read a little bit. But this is where I think, this is where I think we are, right? He is in a bad place, right? He is mentally, I don't want to call him unstable, but he's mentally concerned. So for the success that he saw. Yes. Thank you for helping me. Thank you for so seeing for the struggle. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't think it was successful. But for the success that he saw and he heard from God and the drought was over, even when still faced with the challenge of Jezebel trying to kill this man. Right. Because and he we had, know what happens to Jezebel. We, well, we know what happens to Jezebel. But even still, at that moment, he still got fearful and was like, hey, I'm going to go hide out for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got yeah. it. You know, it happened. Like, essentially, I take it as it happens to the best of us. Like, even. It happens even, to you. It happens to all of us. Even when we have seen, you know, God do miraculous things yeah. and deliver us out of, you know, crazy situations. Mm -hmm. Every now and then you need like a, a recalibration. Like, hey, man, yeah. what are you running and hiding from? Like, she's got nothing over you. Mm -hmm. You serve me. You don't serve her. Like, I got you. Right. And as believers, even when the hardship comes, 
you have to, you know, we use those testimonies and the testimonies of, of, of believers and, and of what you've seen happen. Like, Lord, I remember when you, you brought me out of this, this place to, to bring me here and you haven't got me to this far to leave me here. Like you will never leave me nor forsake me. So I, I have those things to fall back on. Like I know that you are my rock, you're my fortress, you're my, my deliverer, my high tower when I need you. I can call upon you and you hear me. Like I know that. I know that you are my refuge, my shield and buckler. I know all of these things. I know exactly who you are. You know, um, Joshua 1 and 9 in the Amplified says, have I not commanded you to be strong, vigorous, and very courageous? I've commanded you to do all these things. Be not afraid, neither be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Like, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, you asked before, like, well, what happens when somebody says something to you? Hey, you can say all you want, but I know what Joshua 1 and 9 says. Yeah. I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about that I've at learned. All. I've learned not to take that stuff anymore. Yeah. I, I can't. I, I, I can't carry another thing. Right? But it's not even, it's not even yours to carry. I think sometimes... You're right. I think I th it's not right. You're scary, period. But I think people, you keep hearing the same thing all the time. And I just think that people, uh, I just, we just shared this a, a little right before we came on. I think people start saying enough stuff, like something like if everyone's saying the same thing, maybe if everybody's saying I stink, maybe I do stink. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? Do I, I don't, but I'm just saying. But right. And you start thinking like that. Yeah. Smell pretty good though. Thanks. You're welcome. So I, I think, I think, so Elijah came out of the cave. Mm -hmm. He heard not this loud roar, right? He didn't hear, I mean, he did from the wind and the storm that was happening, but not, not the loud roar of God, right? Mm -hmm. He hears like this still small voice. And I think sometimes um, you're expecting the loudness. You're expecting the, you know, the big thump or whatever. And, and that's not, what's wrong? Nothing's wrong. I went, I went to 19. No, no, no. I, I, I wanted to, I wanted to read you something and, um, hopefully, uh, it gives us a nice little dovetail here because I, I like your point that you're talking about hearing the small, still voice and it may not come in like, you know, the, you know, the pillar of fire Yeah. and it may not come in the, the splitting of the Red Sea. It yeah. could just be like, Hey man, I got you. Yeah. And I think somewhere back in my notes, we were, I, I wanted to talk about celebrating, um, the small wins. Yeah. Right. And I think that's something that, that you and I have started to do, um, sometimes with each other. Yeah. Right. I think I, I consciously, um, do that with you because I stopped, like we, we just stopped, like you come downstairs every morning and you smell good. And I make sure that I tell you that, um, got it. I, God, here we go. <laughs> um, the little wins like Ethan with his 93 or, or Jackson with his, his grades or Jada, um, you know, gra graduating is not a small win. That's a huge win. But those little things, like, I think, I think if we don't celebrate those, just like someone, everyone's saying you stink, you stink, you stink. I think, Hey, you're great. You're great. Hey, you're, you're great. great. You're, you're great. great. You're, you're great. great. I think there are the things that you start believing. And I think it's about um, being more positive in the things that we talk about and how we speak to each other. Right. And celebrating those small things. And I, I, I was joking with Callie one day and she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm clocking out. I'm going to my next full-time job because I'm still a wife and a mother. You are first. What? Well, first the child of God, but then a wife and a mother and then a career behind that. 
You don't say. We're raising people. Yeah. Right? It's so funny. I had this just real quick squirrel. I had somebody was saying that they wanted a baby. And literally the next breath was like, I don't like kids. And I'm like, hold on. Because a baby turns into a kid, not a goat, but like a child. Okay. So you have to raise, you're raising these people, yeah. right? You're, you're tra- hoping that they turn into adults that are that are self-sufficient, yeah. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. But anyway, the, the small ones, but go ahead. I don't know where No, I'm no, going. no. I, no I, I, think, I think you're right. We talk about, you know, celebrating those small wins and being thankful and having a heart of gratitude and thanking God for all of the small wins because it protects you against falling into a pit of despair and misery. Yeah. You know, and we have to preserve our freedom or or guard against the traps that the, the enemy set for us. Galatians 5, chapter 1, um, Good News Translation says, Freedom is what we have. Christ has set us free. So then stand. Stand then as free people and do not allow yourself to become slaves again. Like, you've been set free. Be free. When the hard time comes, don't fall into the... To the you know, the pit of bondage here. Like, yeah. no, he, he's, he's already set me free from this. He's already give, given me a way of escape. Like, you know what? At the end of it, God's got it. So it's going to be fine. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that the hard times won't come because yeah. they most surely will come. Yeah. But when they do come, I can stand firm knowing that it's only going to be a short season mm-hmm. because I serve a fantastic, marvelous God who's going to take care of this for me. I agree. And I will continue to keep responding in that fashion. Not cowering, not caving in, not quitting, not fleeing, but standing. Do you know how hard this lesson is? I have a, a, a pretty good idea. I think you did a good job. You know, Elisha comes out of the cave, listens to God, goes back. Does his thing. Does his thing. And, you know, it's all his I hate when preachers give scriptures and they never finish with the story. <laughs> Great, now I got to go back and read it myself. <laughs> That's by design. Oh, <laughs> that is by design. <laughs> So. You get the cliff note version and they expect you to go yeah, and go fill in the rest. Yeah. But um oh man, uh thanks for uh thanks for letting me tag along. I appreciate it. It's good. I like Thank it. Thank you. I appreciate I it. Feel fairly equipped to handle hard hard times now. What did you learn? I learned a lot. I'll tell you what I learned. What'd you learn? Trust and believe. Mm-hmm. Fully rely. Always. You still have the frog? That Elder DeVita gave you, gave us years ago. I still have it in my little notebook. Your little frog. My little frog, yeah. Yeah, I think it's actually in my other Bible. It's tough. And um, I agree. I think the struggles are going to come no matter what. I don't care what your faith level is. The struggles are going to come. We're not in our positions, not immune to it. Right. Sometimes I think it happens a little bit more. Exactly. And it's never like, ha watch this. Right? It's like, mm. and we make it into that, ha watch this. Because you win. All the time. Good job. Thanks for your time today. Appreciate it. It was fun. It was fun. You close us out? Well, we're closing out right now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, we certainly hope that you've enjoyed your time with us today. It's been a pleasure to sit here with you, my uh, my partner, my sidekick. Look at that. I tapped you. <laughs> Strike one for the good guys. But um, we hope that you've been able to hear from God today. Hope that this lesson has helped you, even in the most tiny, most minuscule way. To, to help you be victorious. So um, with that, we'll sign off. We appreciate you. We love you greatly. And remember that uh, God's got your back. Anything else? No. Amen. Amen. Have a good one. See you guys. We thank you for joining us for service today. 
Before we leave, we would like to give you the opportunity to know Jesus. It's as simple as ABC. I accept God and I acknowledge the sins in my life. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins and I commit my life to you. If you said that simple prayer, we believe that you've been born again. Welcome to the family. 